you only cared about the outcome. You only wanted a certain way that the thing was going to come off. That didn't come off. That didn't happen. And therefore, now you have a problem. And because you are right, you get to yell at the kids. You get to create a scene. You get to say some things that probably aren't appropriate for the group to, to hear. Folks, welcome to Counselors Can Help. Let's demystify the process of counseling. We want to remove barriers, answer your questions, educate, entertain, and inspire you to action. Let's get started. Folks, welcome back to Counselors Can Help. My name is Merrill Fink. We are back with the show, hoping entirely to give you something that you feel is worth coming back to. So uh, I want to give you value for your time and give you something that I think or hope you can use in the coming days. In this show, we're talking about really holiday preparation and, and trying to survive the holidays. So I'll continue with that theme for this show. Before I get to that, a couple of items. You can go to counselorscanhelp.com. That's always a good resource for the things I'm recommending as far as books and resources and that kind of thing. The podcast also lives there, obviously. Um, if you're thinking about seeing me as an individual therapist, I have some videos there that will help you decide if I'm right for you. So you can go to, to check that out in the Hire Me uh, post of the Hire Me tab of the website. Also, there are a lot of podcasts that I've never asked for money ever. And I, I don't think I, I don't want to go down that route of making this a financial transaction per se. Uh, so I've never done advertising and that kind of thing. I've had some offers, but I've always basically always refused. But I am becoming interested in Bitcoin, which is a whole nother matter. And this isn't a financial show. But if you do want to give to the show, I'm starting to set up each show individual links that you can go to and just uh, throw me a few satoshis if you know the Bitcoin lingo. Um, if you're not, don't care, then uh, don't worry about it. But if you are and um, you want to be part of that, part of that ethos, part of the Bitcoin community, I certainly want to be and am, am interested in your donations to the show. That would be quite helpful and, and love to hear how you're liking the show. So that's certainly a, a thing that I'm incorporating into the show notes and helping people do that. Uh, the other thing is I'm trying to make this a bit more, get back to what it was a bit more consistent delivery of programming, but also kind of how I'm going to go about it. I'm going to start to, I think, make the shows a bit shorter and a bit more, I guess, related to what's going on in my therapy sessions and just things that are just a bit more timely. Um, in this case, uh, we're, we're talking about the holidays, Christmas parties, Hanukkah, that's past, uh, New Year's parties, those kinds of things, family events, basically, that surround the holidays, and that's what this show is going to be about. So, But I want to sort of continue or go on with that theme of what can you use now or what's sort of on my mind that I think folks can use that I feel will be helpful. So that's the theme of the show. Likely a bit more shows coming out in the near future, a bit more content, and so hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy that. Um, with that, I guess I'll get on with what we're talking about today, and which is I kind of already mentioned is I want to give you a few ideas or tips that relate around the holidays, relate around family. And I, I got this idea, I guess, from a couple of clients I had this week that we really weren't talking about that specifically, but they were just, we were deep into family conflict. And the show idea hit me as I think everybody has these kinds of things and it, tends to intensify around 
potentially holidays or family events where we have to go and interact and maybe with people we want to be there with, maybe not. And what to do, how to keep that enjoyable. Maybe we show up with wanting to have fun, but the thing kind of deteriorates into something else or something happens or maybe it's just small family. Maybe it's just your internal family, not a bunch of cousins and uncles, but just your own, you know, spouse and kids. And you're just trying to keep the thing memorable, enjoyable. How do you do that without getting derailed by family drama? And I would say in in a couple of these cases of clients that I had this week talking to me, really this idea of what I came up with is, is process over outcome. And it becomes obvious pretty quick that when someone's arguing for their thing or they, they're upset about something and they want something to happen and they feel like that's the goal. The goal is to get this thing to happen. I want you to do this thing or I'm mad that I have to do this thing or I, I want this outcome. And generally when people are very outcome focused, they tend to yell. They tend to become very emotional. They tend to become very passionate about the thing and tend to be in some ways kind of insensitive, tend to say things that they probably shouldn't say, tend to be be a bit more aggressive. Um, Kids can be this way. Children, because they want a certain thing and they don't mind saying what they need to say to get it. Uh, The problem is that's not conducive to good relationships. And if you don't sort of grow up or sort of change your mentality on how you're going to get through conflict or get through any sort of interaction with someone, you tend to be very outcome oriented. I have to have the thing. You need to stop doing the thing. And because you're wrong, I can say or act or be anything I want in order to get the thing. My way is right. You are wrong. I get to hold a grudge. I get to be morally superior, all that kind of stuff. Can't you see you're doing it wrong? You know, that kind of talk. Which is not great stuff for relationships at all. And this is kind of what I was thinking about when I was hearing these clients um, speak in my office is, is family uh, disagreements or things can come up. And if people are very much outcome-oriented, they tend to, things can go sideways. So outcome-oriented people are very much like telling you how you should feel or telling you that you are wrong or telling you to, that thing that you're worried about isn't a big deal. Don't worry about that. The outcome here is that you should just be happy with what I'm giving you or you should just be happy with your life or you should just be happy with, you know, whatever. And we don't need to hear your complaints. You know, uh, compliment me on, you know, my party, (laughs) whatever, things like that. They want to see a specific outcome and they're willing to say or do or coerce or whatever it is. So you don't want to follow that model. I guess that's my my big advice when I'm I'm telling, telling you is this is not something you want to follow or not something you want to be a part of. This is something children do. And so you're listening to me, you're probably an adult, a bit older, wondering how, what, what is this thing he's talking about, process over outcome. Outcome-oriented people tend to um, 
I think make it harder than it needs to be. And, but what they're missing is the fact that the process of how they go about it is, is as or more important than the outcome. We're not in a court of law here. We're not having a judge, you know, bang a hammer to say, you win, you lose. This tends to be the mentality of these people who tend to focus on outcome. So as you're entering your holiday parties, you're entering big family events, you may want specific outcomes. You may want um, the kids to behave. And you may threaten and cajole and all sorts of things to get them to behave at the thing. And if they don't behave and they start acting up, you're going to start, you know, being pretty direct with them and possibly a lot of yelling and drama ensues. You only cared about the outcome. You only wanted a certain way that the thing was going to come off. That didn't come off. That didn't happen. And therefore, now you have a problem. And because you are right, you get to yell at the kids. You get to create a scene. You get to say some things that probably aren't appropriate for the group to to hear, for people to be around. So what I'm telling you is... um, these are things to consider how you go about solving problems and how you go about negotiating uh, situations at your holiday party or your family event or you got family staying over for just a few days. They're on their way to other events, but they're at your house. You want to consider the process because many times things aren't necessarily black and white. They aren't necessarily solvable. They aren't of a situation where where everyone's going to get their way. There has to be some process on how you get there. And what I would like you to be mindful of is the process of, well, how do I want this to go? Um, What's my, you know, if we're negotiating something or something's come up at a a family event, I don't want to be the person who comes down on everybody and, and demands an outcome. Because likely that's going to produce more and more conflict, honestly. And I think if people just went into things thinking more about the process, about how they went about stuff, they'd actually get a better result. They would get the outcome they wanted, actually, in more cases than they realize. They would get a better outcome in their mind of of what they were after. And so what would process look like? Well, process for a holiday event or a family event would be one envision what success looks like. What what do I want to have happen here today? Do not envision perfection. Perfection creates stress. Stress creates anxiety. Anxiety creates not great attitudes. It creates wishing the thing was over. It creates wishing that, you know, this is at somebody else's house, wishing that aunt, June wasn't coming to your house uh, because she's very critical. I mean, it, it creates the perfection idea creates an illusion of what is possible, I think. And it creates the stress and, and shooting for a goal that is just unattainable. So first of all, I would say look at what you want to occur. Get some sense of what success would look like. And don't imagine perfection. There's going to be some, you know, we're going to run out of the beverage, the Lights may blink. The, you know, we didn't have enough of the of the food. We ran out of the thing. We forgot to stock, you know, Aunt Sally's favorite beverage. I mean, there, there's cousin 
you know, your cousin likes this certain thing and we, you know, whatever. You're going to have little things that don't go off quite like you want. You could melt down and be quite upset that the thing was not perfect, in which case you're then going to be not a great host. You're not going to be a great party member. Um, uh, imagining yourself doing everything perfectly, um, maybe not saying embarrassing things, uh, whatever it is. If you if you just imagine perfection, likely you're sort of creating an environment where that's really not going to happen. So imagine the event and have some specific goals on what you would like to do. Maybe if you're working on something, you know, what do I want to work on? Maybe you just want to show up with a bit better attitude. Maybe you just want to Listen a bit more. Ask more questions about how things are going in other people's lives. Listen to them tell stories about their lives. And if they're interested in yours, they'll, they'll certainly ask, and they will, most likely. Some won't. That, that's how families are. There's that, that person likely in every family. Um, but you may want to show up in a, in, a, in a different attitude of how you're going to interact with everyone, um, what, what that mindset is going to be like. Um, that's process. What's the kind of person I want to show or be at this function and not perfection? I don't have to make everyone else's life perfect in order for me to be happy. My happiness does not include or is controlled by other people in the family. If they're happy, then I can be happy. I think you can show up with the attitude of, I want to take part in this. This should be fun. I want to enjoy it. And how do I make everyone's experience at this thing enjoyable? You know, maybe I want to put away my ideas on politics for a bit, or maybe I need to put away some of my crappy stuff that's going on in my life currently. Other people may not need to hear that right now. Again, we're talking about an event. We're talking about a a planned situation where everybody has a similar goal. We want to show up and enjoy it and then leave <laughs> and have good memories, you know, take, take some nice pictures and, and have some good memories of the event and look forward to seeing the person that you haven't seen in years or look forward to um, having a conversation with somebody you haven't uh, spoken to in a while. Uh, those would be fun. It doesn't mean that your life is going perfectly at the moment. It doesn't mean that everything has to go perfectly for it to be fun. There can be plenty of, of sort of miscues, if you will, but keeping a good attitude, I think, is a great way to to show up. So envision what success looks like. Maybe have some goals on what you're working on. Having an idea of what success looks like help you sort of formulate a plan. Don't include perfection. Listening. Asking questions. Forcing maybe a bit of cheerfulness as you arrive. Um, trying to keep your 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 mood up, I guess. Even if you have to fake it just a bit, I think is fine for an event. Nobody wants to hear how bad things are going with this or that person for the whole event. It may not be appropriate. It may not be, there may be too much detail to bring in. You don't have to bring your worst stories, your worst events, your worst outcomes, your views on politics, your hatred of the Dallas Cowboys or whatever game is on TV. You can let everyone sort of enjoy the events. You can let people enjoy the game. You don't have to weigh in on every everything going on. So you can control that. There are going to be folks who didn't show up with that attitude. They want to weigh in on things. They want to complain about certain things. They want 
you to listen to their plight, their story. Um, it's okay to do that. It's okay. Perfectly fine. There are ways to perhaps minimize that, but um, not everyone is going to have the same attitude. And so the other idea to sort of keep in mind is don't be knocked off your game by things that upset you that you know other people will do. There are going to be things that you'll probably be upset by. There are going to be things that you will see. If you have children that you brought to the event, there are probably going to be things that you see that make you upset about what they have done. Relax. Everyone everyone understands. Do what you can to try to keep, keep your cool and see how you can best enjoy the event. Maybe this thing can be dealt with later. Maybe this thing that you saw doesn't have to be addressed right now. Maybe this comment that your cousin or grandfather or whoever it was makes about politics or whatever it is, you don't have to respond to that. Maybe if they want to talk politics, you can talk one, one-on-one outside. doesn't mean you, you can't discuss things. It just means take into account the bigger picture. What do people come there for? Why did the family who's only in town for a few days, who's staying at your house, what did, what did they come there to get? What did they expect from you? They probably want to see and interact with you and enjoy some time and and walk off with that memory. Uh, that That's not an unrealistic goal. So sort of keep that in mind. Again, the process, how am I going about things? Am I being the best version of myself that I can and trying to create a good atmosphere for myself and everyone around to enjoy the thing? What can I do to do that? So I'm going into this process thing because I feel like this is how family events can overtake these kinds of things because some argument or current thing is going on and one or two people or more people cannot seem to get past the fact that the outcome is not going their way. They want this or that to happen or they want this person to change what they're doing and do it this way or your cousin's drinking too much again or you know whatever it is i need this outcome to happen i need this outcome to go my way when you're outcome focused you tend to not be on the best possible path to a real solution i think as the outcome does not happen it tends to lead to frustration frustration leads to outbursts and not really listening and taking in the bigger picture. Process. Asking for opinion. Maybe telling yourself, this isn't the venue to solve this thing. Maybe I haven't seen my brother or sister in a while, and this isn't really the time to dive into that thing we've been discussing for a while that is contentious. Maybe discussing whether we're going to put mom or grandma in a home What's best for this long-term, really gut-wrenching decision probably isn't the time. We, we, we probably need to have a smaller group and you know, discuss that at a, at, a, at a different venue. So it's trying to imagine what is, the, what is the goal of this event? 
How do I keep things on track? How do I stay present? Staying present is another key key thing I, w- I would ask. Because you can get bogged down into, especially a child or someone melting down that they're not getting their way. Or maybe maybe something's going on that's kind of crappy in someone's life. And it's easy for them to sort of melt down into, what does this mean for me, my future, you know, that kind of thing. Um, again, there's a time and a place for that. And we don't want to trivialize people's people's stuff. But especially if it's your kids, you may want to let them know that, hey, I'm going to listen to that, but I can't really do it right this moment. I really want to have this conversation. How about we do it tomorrow or the next day or, you know, whatever it is. And obviously you have to follow up on that. You can't just say those things to get them to be quiet because they'll they'll pick up on that. So there are ways to get to people's frustration, hear them, and minimize sort of the time spent on it. But you're going to get to it. You know, tell yourself, we'll get to that stuff. Tell them, listen to them as best you can. Because things won't always go perfect. Like I said, there there are family members who are, who are going to be going through a hard time. And it's probably not the time to solve everything that's wrong in your household. Maybe the house won't be of perfection in decorating. Or, you know, maybe you like Christmas and you like decorations and the rest of the family isn't. Isn't that thrilled about it? You could mope and complain and, you know, whatever about how you want Christmas to be a certain way. That's not going to make it better. That's not going to make it more fun. Process. Appreciating their effort. If if you do ask them for something and they come through, really, you know, thank them. Appreciating what people have done and maybe acknowledge that maybe maybe Christmas isn't their favorite holiday, but you do enjoy it and you do appreciate them sort of bending a bit to your will over Christmas because you like things a certain way and and you need to let them know that you see that you appreciate that again process not about getting your way it's not about solving the event it's not about solving the perpetual argument that is unsolvable potentially process helps with that because people people are more likely to negotiate people are more likely to give in a bit people are more likely to be more conciliatory if you speak to them in a respectful way and as appropriate, ask them for, you know, more input. Maybe, maybe ask them a few questions about what, you know, more information so you can help them with their situation. Family events can be surrounded by a very big, large, controversial thing that is going on currently. Someone's getting married or divorced or someone is going through a financial problem or medical problem or I don't know, any number of things that can be very negative in the story of a family or a group. And those are hard. You don't want to minimize other people's pain. But again, is this the venue to solve all that? Is this this the venue to dump all that onto people? Those are very hard decisions to make and and ones you have to sort of make in the moment with the idea of of process. How much of this can I discuss? How much detail should I get into? How much detail should I listen to if someone's complaining about something like this? Can I make a joke and sort of get them to, to move on? Because the goal is for everyone to enjoy the thing. And sometimes that's the key thing to remember is how how do I get everyone's maximum enjoyment out of this event? 
we probably won't be able to solve whether we want dad to get married to this other lady who's potentially going to be our stepmother or we're probably not going to solve whether this child's going to college or not or the fact that they don't seem to want to move out of the house or you know all that kind of stuff that's probably not going to be solved at this event nor should it most likely so this idea of process over outcome we'll talk about later in other shows but it's it's an important idea of how you talk to people how you listen to them is very important in solving any problem. And the people who get too outcome focused tend to do a lot of, make a lot of mistakes that would have led to a bit more peace, a bit more friendly outcome. People who are only outcome focused tend to lead to more conflict because they want the other person to do a certain thing. They want, they want to make the other person do a certain thing And it's one thing if you're a parent and you're talking to a three-year-old. It's quite another if you're talking to a late teenager or an adult. You you likely can't, or your parent, making them do something is not likely going to lead to world peace. You're going to need a process of negotiating and getting everyone on a topic or getting everyone in a direction. And that takes some leadership. That takes some listening. That takes some caring and deciding, hey, is this the right venue? Is this the right time? So when you show up to the event and you're still mad about this or that thing, can you just put that away for a bit? Maybe it does need some time to marinate. Maybe the the solution needs a bit of introspection. Let's think about it. Let's, we don't have to talk about it. We can talk about something else that's completely trivial. The game that's playing is is fine. We, we, we can focus on that, especially if you like the game or like who's playing or around some people who want to see the game. So I hope that helps with, like I said, this idea, I'm going to carry this forward in other shows, process over outcome. I think it's a, I don't know if it's exactly the right way to say it, but I think it's super critical and when I listen to people go through problems, you know, they'll come to me in my office and they'll say, hey, we're, we're wrestling with this one thing. You know, what do you think? And they sort of really want me to weigh in on, are they right? Am I right? Do I get the privilege of getting to force this outcome? And I would always say, I think you're thinking about it. You know, I would rather think about it this way. What's the process you want to go about here? What kind of, what kind of, of relationship do you want to have what kind of environment do you want to have at the at the gathering what kind of relationship do you want to have with the person these are way more important things than how we're solving the thing because the relationship will always be there or not if you kill it the thing will come and go the thing isn't always going to still be here this decision may or may not last and we may find out in a week that it really wasn't that important anyway so the process, the how we go about discussing it, the how we go about gathering opinions, the how we go about listening, keeping in mind that we want to keep our relationship together, maybe saying some things to them and emphasizing the fact that, look, I really don't know how to solve this problem, but I don't want us fighting over it. That's a good thing to say. That is not, that is not a, um, 
a thing that should be unspoken if that's how you feel. So process. How do we go about getting things as opposed to outcome? I need my way or I want to stop them from getting their way. Those almost always lead to better outcomes. They almost always lead to less hard feelings, better trust, better environment all the way around. So think about that and um, hope this idea or this show has given you some some thoughts on how to interact a bit differently. It's always a bit different and difficult with some maybe some potential family members who have a tendency to stir the pot, but with a little bit of forethought, with a little bit of idea of towards process, I think you can figure out sort of what to say in the moment. So with that, I leave you to it and hope you have a great holiday and uh, I'll plan to put out some more shows here of some hopefully some timely information and that and other other ideas on counselors can help our mission is to spread the word that counselors can help we want to teach you how to get started and get the most out of therapy we encourage you to reach out to a professional in your area to help yourself or a loved one thank you to kelsey think our production assistant and chief of technology and social media Thanks to Aspire Counseling at AspireUT.com for their support. If you want to know more about how counselors can help, go to counselorscanhelp.com. We have lots of resources, information, and we update it all the time. We'll see you next time on Counselors Can Help, a production of Merge Publishing.